Welcome to the Magic on the Inside podcast by the Sisters Enchanted, where we chat magic, hot topics, personal development, and good old-fashioned life. Brew up something delicious and sit with us for a spell. Welcome to this episode of the Magic on the Inside podcast. I'm Sarah, the founder and head magic maker of the Sisters Enchanted. And today I am being joined per usual with my by my sister, Anna, my co-founder here at the Sisters Enchanted. And we are talking about Uranus retrograde. So this rebellious planet is on its backspin for the next five-ish months. And we are excited to talk about it. So listen in, take some notes, and enjoy. Retrograde time, Anna. Woo! There's always a retrograde, though. Like, there's never not. There's always retrograde. I mean, I guess there, I'm sure there's some period where there's, like, a blip in time where there's been no retrogrades. I think that it's just becoming, you know, the norm to want to know when they're coming. So we're now just more aware of them. You know, it started with Mercury retrograde, carrying the torch of pesky retrogrades and everybody was like remember like when that started I, I think I especially know because I worked in a very like natural like a crunchy environment yeah. and people would be like what's the moon doing or is that pesky retro uh, mercury and retrograde again and I'd be like dude I don't know <laughs> I do remember the distinct <laughs> shift from like when people talked about mercury retrograde to people like widely talking about all planets retrograde. Mm-hmm. It's like surprise, you know every planet goes retrograde. <laughs> yeah, because it's happening, and it's um, I don't know if anyone's ever wondered this, but about Earth in retrograde, and the reason we don't talk about Earth being retrograde is because we're viewing the retrogrades occur because of our perception of them from Earth. Right. Right. So we perceive the planets as moving backwards and and they're actually not due to like spins and ellipticals and things that I astronomically know nothing about. (laughs) Other than I know that we're not, they're not actually going backward. It just appears that way from earth. And since we are on earth, it doesn't work that way for us. (laughs) Right. I've had that question where people are like, does Earth go retrograde? Like, what is going on there? Well, no, because astrology happens based on our perception from Earth. Therefore, 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 we don't look at those things. So, in case you had that question, I just answered it. <laughs> Anybody listening? If anybody was wondering, yeah, I have a slight echo on my half after I talk. Nope, that time I didn't. So maybe I, I don't, don't hear have it. one. That's prom- that's promising. Yeah. So retrogrades, retrogrades do get a bad rep um, for like chaos and upheaval. And we have thoughts on that because we have, we have thoughts on everything. What don't we have thoughts on? Um, and so retrogrades get a bad rep for chaos and upheaval and causing trouble. And, uh, you know, I think that, that that can be true where you're like, what is going on? Why is this retrograde wrecking my day? But chaos and upheaval, if you're a tarot card reader, I mean, think of the the tower card, which we do have a blog post on, you should check that out. But if you think of the tower card, you know, nothing can come without change. Nothing can come without upheaval. And often the things that happen during retrogrades are for you, if it's impacting you somehow, it's something you've been avoiding or just not 
seeing like all of the signs are flashing neon at you and you are not doing what you need to do. And so then retrograde time will come and just like mess you up. <laughs> if you don't listen and learn and pivot, the next retrograde will serve you with another heaping portion of that. And when it comes to retrogrades too, we have, like we said, every planet go, does this retrograde situation and, and every planet has its own association and they're all touching on different, um, they all bring different, uh, different personality traits, different um, associations, like they impact different areas of your life. So they're all, it's like your money, your love life, your communication, all of this is always having the opportunity to be tossed up, changed for the better constantly through retrogrades. Um, so when we look at retrogrades, we wanna look at the planet that's in retrograde, what that planet represents. And then most importantly for you, you wanna know where that planet is touching in your chart right now, which is, we, you'll, if you follow us here, you'll see that we don't share a ton of like, oh, this is retrograde memes and things like that. And the reason is because you really need to know where it's impacting you for it to be super relevant, um, which is kind of what we'll talk about today. So Anna, first, do you want to tell us anything about Uranus? That it's erratic and <laughs> <laughs> troublesome. And it's like my kind of planet. <laughs> Erratic and troublesome. Be like, I want to be friends with Uranus. <laughs> Do you though? I mean, I guess like in a sense you might want to because I feel like that's like, how you could describe me as erratic it, and troublesome. It's a point of spontaneity. I mean, it's like your your planet that's like a blast in a glass, which is typically the term that I use to describe mom, which is <laughs> like, people are like, Anna, tell me about your mom. I'm like, oh, you know, she's a glass in the glass. And she laughs. So you can find her in a dark room via laugh. Um, uh, but yeah, it's that kind of planet. But the thing about that planet is it's a blast in a glass. That's like all of a sudden gets the idea to go like, I don't know, toilet paper, some trees. <laughs> And gets like all their friends to like go toilet paper trees, even though like nobody really wanted to do that, especially frowned upon during pandemics. Like that's like your friend that like wants to I do that. I definitely want to be friends with Uranus. <laughs> definitely. I'm gonna get me a Uranus picture and put it on my desk and be like, hey friend, let's hang. Sarah, if you put a picture of Uranus on your desk, and what? start talking to it. What of it? I'm going to be much more concerned <laughs> than normal. Than you already are. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is actually, this is a timely part of this conversation. I wasn't going to skip to this, but my, so Uranus is in Taurus, which we'll, we'll backpedal to that. Just skipping ahead a few steps. What I have, Taurus is in my 11th house, which is groups and friendships, and Uranus is there right now. Maybe that's why I want to be friends with Uranus. Be like, hey, let's go cause some trouble. Let's go, let's go stir. Where did you say it was? It's in Taurus. But where? It, for me, my Taurus is 11th, my 11th house. And yeah. Fascinating. Fascinating fascinating okay anyway so uranus is a planet of rebellion um so right now in particular you'll hear a lot probably if you look at 
the social media posts and astrological predictions, you're probably going to hear a lot about upheaval with the government, things like that, timely for the, the election. I feel like there's a post like this every year, though, where somebody is like, isn't that timely for the election? Which is the thing about retrogrades is like, there's always something. And so you can literally find, you can take a retrograde and fit any scenario into the retrograde and be like, oh, it's because of the retrograde. You know, right. and that's why I think it's so important to look at you specifically and what is happening with you, your friends, your family, and how this could be impacting your life individually. I, know. I was looking at, you know, the retrograde um, schedule, chart, per, chart schedule, whatever schedule. you want to call it, the schedule. And I think that there's like a whole lot of like retrogrades happening, like right around the time that I'm supposed to be birthing a spawn that's fine they'll all balance out (laughs) so Taurus let's talk a little bit about Taurus because there's two pieces here we've talked about Uranus Uranus is chaos upheaval rebellion it's like the friend that you probably shouldn't answer the phone if they call you at 3 a.m on Saturday morning it's probably not good (laughs) Um, that's our Uranus I was gonna say they're probably calling you at like 10 a.m. on a Tuesday to be like, have you heard about the wine trail? Because <laughs> we're going. That's so me. You're in Call out room. of work today. Oh, no. It's my favorite thing. Like, like, because Sarah and I, obviously, we are best friends and sisters, and we work together here at the Sisters Enchanted. And it is, like, my favorite thing ever when, because Sarah knows precisely when I work, but... <laughs> Like my favorite thing ever that Sarah's like, hey we're going out today. <laughs> and and we're like, going on an adventure. It was like I have so much work to do. And then like, and then I end up like working on a, like a weekend day because Sarah was like, We're going on an adventure. <laughs> Grab your kid. So I'm telling you. Grab I'm some here. snacks. Uranus might be best friends. <laughs> okay. So so then we have Uranus. So that's the first part. It's just what is Uranus, right? You can also look at your chart. This isn't as applicable to the retrograde period, but you could look and see where your Uranus is just to see um, like how that impacts you, right? Like what your what your Uranus tendencies are, which isn't necessarily, when we look at retrogrades, it's more important to look at what sign it's in and what you have in that sign. But you could just understand your Uranus also, since we're on the topic of Uranus. And mine is in my sixth house in Sagittarius, which means that my Uranus is extra fiery, but it's in the sixth house with all these other planets and Saturn's in there. So it's really just trying to put some water on my Uranus and I don't like it's trying to like be, like dampen the flames it's trying to be like settle down do what you got to do here's your checklist well as I was saying upon looking at all of my you know direct in-house family charts all of us have Taurus like nada except yeah. for my son like my child son not my son sign right <laughs> my- I was thinking this way I was like my son who has his son in Taurus. <laughs> <laughs> my, my son has Jupiter in Taurus. Besides that, there's not a whole lot of Taurus-like energy. I will say, though, that Uranus placements does look like there could be some, some 
in-house something's happening. You know, it looks like maybe me and Jacob might spend some money. <laughs> and, and, and the, uh, the mister of the house may take it as a front into the relationship, like a personal attack. <laughs> My Uranus, Venus, Sun, Saturn, Mercury all sit together. Very close to Neptune too, but Neptune pushes itself into Capricorn on my chart, but they're um, Uranus, Venus, Sun, Saturn, and Mercury are all together in one house in Sagittarius, causing lots of fiery chaos. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, so Taurus, um, Taurus is what sign Uranus is in right now, and as I mentioned like five times before I get distracted every time, that that's the most important thing to look at for you actually is what is in Taurus in your birth chart because that's what Uranus is touching on right now. So that that Uranus retrograde is actually going to impact that area for you. So Taurus is the it's an earth sign. It's the first of the earth signs and it loves beautiful things like velvety throat put pillows. It knows it's it's thing. <laughs> <laughs> like cushy blankets and right. plush bases of flowers and hydrangeas and yeah. fancies like that. Hydrangeas? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of what's like a very luxurious plush looking flower. I don't know. I, I guess. Hydrangeas. <laughs> Candies. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's really early in the morning also when we're recording this and Anna and I both look like we just crawled out of bed. <laughs> Although I've actually been up for hours, but my kid was up in the middle of the night and then I couldn't sleep. So we've been listening to Harry Potter on Audible and we listened to the Half-Blood Prince last night and that's, I can't, should I not, I don't know, that's like a pretty big, it's the second to last one, big things happen and it's saddening. And then I was up in the middle of the night thinking about it. And then I had dreams because I was recording a class. We have a, a, a promotion this week, starting today actually, when this comes out on our magic mentor classes. And I was recording a liminal class and I had a lesson in there on dreaming. And then I was dreaming and it was really just, I didn't sleep well. Oh <laughs> I had the weirdest story. dreams, not last night, but the night before, like the weirdest dreams. And they were so real that like I had to sit up afterwards and like, remind myself that that isn't happening yeah I had to like do like a reality check yeah I had some anyway did not sleep well and was not good so Taurus it's this um it's beauty it wants a beautiful space it will spend money to have that beautiful space it's also stubborn uh-huh so you want to think about like so yeah like being bull. surrounded by beautiful things um but it's yeah it's Taurus it's the bull it's stubborn it's um it's sometimes hard to move. So when you think about, you know, where your Taurus is, and especially when it's having like that Uranus retrograde um, energy um, about it, th thrust upon it, um, you might like find yourself maybe being a little bit more stubborn about something that maybe mm -hmm. you like typically wouldn't be. Um, and because Taurus is kind of that, um, it has that link of being a sign that really likes material things, you know, likes to invest in itself. Um, 
when it wants to feel better or when it's had a great day, it's like, I'm going to buy myself a prize. I've had a bad day. I'm going to buy myself a prize. Um, that when you throw in <clears throat> that kind of, um, that Uranus energy, that's a little bit like, I was going to say unhinged. It's not unhinged, but it's just like more <laughs> erratic. Um, that's something that I think, and now, right now I'm just, now it's just, shoot, like I'm just saying something that just came to me, but it would make, you know, the, because Taurus can sometimes be a little bit spendy materially anyway, because they want, you know, the certain things, like, like they want linen sheets. I want linen sheets and I've got like no Taurus, <laughs> but like I want linen sheets and they're expensive. But they're I want Virgo. And, um, but it might make that Taurus energy even more like irrational than mm -hmm. it may normally be. And not irrational, like not saying that Taurus is irrational because it's not, because it's actually very, you know, yeah. consistent. Well, but with the, spend, might... the money spending, like, right. like I feel like a Taurus could emotionally spend money as a comfort yes. thing. And that Uranus right. will maybe stir that up, which brings us to now, like, so when we look at what Uranus means, what Taurus means when we put those things together in retrograde, it's like the puzzle pieces coming together. You could find like this idea of the bull and being stubborn, challenges to your values, challenges to how you value money, to how you spend money. Um, you could feel personally attacked in what your values are, or what you stand for. Um, and it's definitely, I think, a time to be, when we look at retrogrades, we, we look at them as great times for decluttering. That's one of the magical mentor classes we actually have coming out in this promotion is the magical, the art of magical decluttering, um, which is a, a really cool class from Brandy. She's all of our magical mentors. They've completed and received the cert certification for our holistic witchery and expedition astrology programs. Um, and so Brandy is, uh, she's one of those and she is the owner of Witchy Time and she uh, taught this class, The Art of Magical Decluttering for us. So it's really timely for this um, yeah. oh retrograde. When I was uploading that class, I was like, cause I, you know, I put the classes up. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was like, there was something about the delivery of that class and you know, Virgo, I love the magical art of decluttering. I was like, <laughs> she and Brandy's got kids and stuff. And I was like, I could do this. Brandy's got like a brood of children. <laughs> <laughs> I was like so inspired to be like, I could do this. Yeah. This could be part right. of my life. I'm yeah. going to take this class 10 times. I was like typing to Sarah. I was like, Brandy's so cute. I'm if Brandy can do this, I can do this. She's got way more children. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so we look at retrogrades as perfect times for decluttering. And right now, it is a, a great period of time. This is a generalization. Then we're going to look at like your own, your own chart. But it's a great time to be carefully curating what you bring into your life, what you bring into your home, where your money goes, and putting it on things that you value, right? Like I value education. I value supporting small business. I actually, I don't buy a lot of stuff because my house is a clutter zone as it is. We have a small house and my ultimate goal is to be able to travel for like a year or more. And if that's the case, I can't take stuff with me, right? So carefully curating. So for me, spending money on experiences, that always feels good. So if I find myself during this retrograde trying to buy up like 
eight new throw pillows, <laughs> you know, like I need to step back because that's not in alignment with what I want to be doing and what emotional, like what, what am I acting out on? with this Uranus retrograde happening in my Taurus. In I love some new throw pillows. What does this say about me? Because like I said, I've got like no Taurus anywhere. And I'm like, I love throw pillows. I mean, who doesn't like a throw pillow? I have nothing in my <laughs> Taurus really either, but who doesn't like throw pillows? <laughs> it's just always my example. I don't know why it is because I never buy throw pillows. Like I don't well, know why. Pillow, but it's always why. my example. <laughs> if you're in the luxury throw pillow, um, What's the word for? If you're in the business of luxury throw pillows, this is why nobody buys luxury luxury throw, throw pillows because everybody wants them. Everybody wants some new fluffy throw pillows, but then you go to like your local store to buy some, you know, like TJ Maxx. Yeah. Or and they're like thirty dollars a pillow. They are. I'm trying to think of like what's the thing that I buy. I just can't. Like what is my thing that I buy that I don't need? books. I buy a lot of kids books and I, I definitely make, we read a lot and we homeschool. So I definitely justify it by, because we read a lot in homeschool, but I have been using the library like way more. When we did homeschool purchases this year, I went through the library um, online catalog and only bought things I wouldn't be able to get from the library or that were like part of a series that I knew we'd want the series anyway. So I'm trying to like, yeah, there's nothing that I like buy that's a thing, tons of, besides probably books. Chad said popcorn. I buy a lot of popcorn, yeah. That's food, though. <laughs> <laughs> like, stuff that's just hanging around. Like, I'm trying to look. No, well, like, you like, um, Sarah, I'm trying to think about your purchases of the last, like, It's couple. all consumable stuff. I was gonna say, it's all been food. It's all consumable. Yeah. Like I don't buy stuff. If I buy stuff, it's kids books. I don't even buy books for me. I get them from the library. I, I, I tagged you in that library. Like I know. Yeah. My library, it's ridiculous. I have to bring in like two bags, but so if I buy stuff, it's usually books or food. I buy like lots of tea, lots of coffee, lots of popcorn, snacks. <laughs> yeah. I buy consumable stuff like fancy soaps and cereal. Yeah, I don't buy clothes that often, but when I do buy them, it's usually like a lot at once. And then, and then I won't you, buy clothes for like a year. Well, like you were just saying, like you support small businesses. So I think like when you buy and you're like being a consumer, you tend to buy a little, like for a lot because you're doing like, you're buying I clothes do. from like a place that's like organic and fair trade or you yeah, buy from a small business. One. I'm definitely more apt to buy like one eighty dollars shirt than I am to buy five ten dollar clearance shirts somewhere or something. Yeah, but I don't have space either, and I like to buy nice things and fewer things. So, yeah, that's where my money goes. Oh, and I do. I mean, I spend money on like digital stuff. Like I have. Um, like different exercise things I do that are online, stuff like that. My money goes there. Anyway, so with Taurus energy, you'd want to think though about this. Like, what are you, what are you where, cultivating where your money is going, what you're spending it on, and then maybe consider how you're acting out at this period in time because Uranus will encourage you to be rebellious and act out. So if somebody tells you like, oh no, you can't buy this thing. 
you're going to be like, watch me. <laughs> but are you, are you curating that or are you doing it because you're rebelling? Right. Well, then again, you have to look at where your Taurus is in general. So yeah. like me, for instance, I have too many charts in front of my face, but I can't remember which one's mine. <laughs> um, like I was saying, like my, I don't have any planets in Taurus, Tauros, Taurus. <laughs> um, and uh, it's, but it's on the cusp of my seventh house. So maybe I'm going to just really tick chat off for the next couple of months because I'm just going to rebel against everything he says. I love rebelling against what Chad says. He's standing there in the background. So <laughs> it's my favorite when Chad's trying to give me tips on how to be better at something. And then I'm like, uh-huh, I'm going to do the opposite. <laughs> I know. We were talking about like organizational helpful work tools yesterday. And Sarah like won't do this like one tool because, <laughs> because Chad recommended it. And I'm like, but Sarah, once it's done, you really don't have to look at it that much. And she's like, no. <laughs> and she like hasn't even really given it a chance or anything. She's just like, no on like, just no. Because... I gave it a chance one time, like a year ago, and I'm not giving it another chance. <laughs> I actually don't think you participated in that trial. I did. That. And then a box shook and like reappeared. And I was like, I don't know what's happening. I'm done with this. <laughs> yeah. See, that's not giving it a try, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> Uranus, my rebellious planet is in Sagittarius. You're like, that didn't work once for a millisecond, so we're not doing that ever again. <laughs> you can't box me in. <laughs> I will rebel against you. <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to implement it, and since you struggle to rebel against me a little bit more, I'm just going to stick it to you. I'll just ignore those words. Every time you send me a sentence do you, in, our, in our conversations about it, I'm just not going to answer that one, and I'll answer all the other ones. You know what? You do that anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you always pick and choose what you answer, and a lot of times you answer all the things that, like, weren't important, and you didn't answer, like, the one that I needed your, like, your response on. I am definitely a selective conversationalist. <laughs> I'll ask you, like, four things work-related that are very important, and then I'll say, like, I'm hungry, and you're gonna be like, oh my god, I ate so much today. I'm gonna go get some popcorn <laughs> in the seltzer. Hold on, I'll be right back. And I'll be like, so, above messages? Marco... <laughs> okay anyway so yeah let's so look at where it is for you so my so Anna's my my Taurus is in my 11th house which is house of groups friends and um my north node is actually in there which is my purpose right like when I'm working toward yeah. And so whenever there's a retrograde, I like to look and be like, all right, what do I need to, what do I need to focus on and panic about <laughs> or try not to panic about? And I saw this and I was like, oh, easy peasy. Cause I have like three friends. And so what's the worst that could happen with Uranus and retrograde in Taurus and my 11th house? Can't be that bad. Um, and, uh, but my, that is my purpose. And I think that's something I probably do need to be aware of. We do a lot of like giveaways and prizes and things that the sisters enchanted. And that's like groups bringing people together and this buying things and sending. And so I was like, well, maybe I need to like 
make sure <laughs> I'm being wary of that. Because this week alone, we just did a giveaway this last week. We're doing seven giveaways this week in one of no, our- No, and then you just started another one. Another one, I have yeah. to post today. So I have nine giveaways. Like, like next week, I'll be mailing nine items. <laughs> and they're all nice things. Like none of it's, they're all like nice things, but they're, yeah, so- and anyway. I was like, Sarah, you do know there's already one happening this week when you gave me the next I know. one. And then we're going to do, I think, another one. We're going to do Spirit Week coming up. So, yeah, I can definitely already see this. Like, in me, where I'm going to be like, all right, the group, what can I do for the group? And nice, shine, like, giving shiny things. I probably should, like, just pay attention to my impulse <laughs> to get, do giveaways right now. Give other people shiny things. <laughs> yeah, which is also interesting because I don't buy like stuff like that for me. Like I know I don't buy like crystals. I don't buy stuff for me, but I'll buy them and then give them away as giveaways. <laughs> so <laughs> I will say this is probably one of like the funniest and also most delightful things about, you know, working with Sarah is that she's like, you get a prize, you get a prize, you got a prize, like out of nowhere, like something, she'll show me like, look at you got a prize. And I'm like, for what? I know, yeah, I buy, I just buy stuff for everybody. <laughs> See, that is my Taurus in that group, in that 11th house and my future self, my North Node. See, I need to watch that. I need to watch that these next few months. Like, who am I just buying stuff for for no reason? You know, I'm always like super thankful, but I'm always like, but why? <laughs> like, what led to this? Usually, especially I'm like it when it's tea of the tea of the tasty variety, because again, it's consumable and I'm like delicious. It Share. usually is from some harebrained idea. Like, we're gonna take photos wearing matching <laughs> shoes. <laughs> I hey man they're good shoes yeah I know like what was it last month no July July I bought everybody you all of our team our core team so I always say like our team but there's there's the five of us on our core team I bought us all matching shirts matching sunglasses <laughs> the most random shirts like like they were really they're really that, cute though. you are wearing your shirt now but it's really cute because at the same time it's kind of like like doom but it's a skull and crossbones wearing a witch hat and it says team tse on it i know and it's kind of like work or die well i like so to buy things die. for other people and <laughs> i know you do you know wealthy witches spread the wealth healthy witches spread the wealth they share the wealth is that a new a new button in the works a new sticker wealthy witches yeah it should be oh my gosh we have Bippity boppity baller. I'm gonna make a wealthy witches one. Anyway, okay, focus. Everybody focus. So mine is there, and I already see what I need to be paying attention to, particularly because it is coming towards the end of the year, and I buy our team year-end gifts also, which I've already been considering, and probably should just step back and be like, Sarah, you need to chill out. Um, okay, and then my uh, my daughter's her. Taurus her moon is in Taurus in her eighth house we talked about this in holistic witchery yesterday these eighth, eighth house um eighth houses is a psychic house it's uh ruled by Scorpio and it's an indicator if your moon is there that's a psychic indicator so her moon is there with um in Taurus so that's, that's something to look for for her her internal self rebelling against by taking other people's things me <laughs> even more than she already does 
Yeah, I was gonna just like that, like you're saying these things. Like I've seen all of these charts before, but I'm like thinking of Scarlett, like walking into your house with her like pretty, pretty purse on her shoulders, and then all of a sudden, like the next time you're at your house, you come upon that pretty, pretty purse, <laughs> and some of your pretty, pretty things are in that pretty, pretty purse. That you're that pretty sure. Be She'd be like, you did not get there. You weren't using it. <laughs> That's what she would say to you. And then my son Adam, his son is in Taurus in the sixth house. So that Uranus is on his forward, like the way he's creating the world around him, shaking that up, which is also like really, I think I was thinking about it this morning before as we were preparing for this. He's three and he's definitely been like three lately, like trying to assert himself and like, no, I am not. I want a choice, like yelling at me for no reason and things. And I was like, this is going to be a long five months. Um, and then my husband, his uh, Taurus is in his fourth house and he has Chiron in Taurus. So his wounded healer is probably feeling extra rebellious and <laughs> wounded. None of this is, see, mine, I think, is fine and manageable. Oh, The rest <laughs> of this seems unpleasant. <laughs> <laughs> it was like that doesn't tell you a lot about Sarah nothing will <laughs> no I'm like looking at like my like I said I was looking at my direct everybody in my house charts and I'm kind of like eh this is this ain't no big thing and then like you're talking about yours and you're like oh it's no big deal and I'm like it's much more eventful than mine <laughs> because you guys have like real live like tourists in your lives like your kids and yeah. stuff and then like I said for us mine's on my seventh house uh Taurus on my seventh house cusp with no you know I've got no planets or anything else in there so I've got no like flashing lights of like you know really looking at that Taurus energy um and you know what I'm always a little bit rebellious especially against Chad so <laughs> we're all rebellious against Chad <laughs> Like, I always give him a hard time, but not in, like, a mean way. I give him just, a, you know, good run-of-the-mill hard time. He's just uh, so normal. It's really <laughs> hard to just accept that normalcy. Just shake it out of him. <laughs> He's right here shaking his head at us like he can't even believe us. <laughs> Speaking of Chad, his Taurus <laughs> is on the cusp of his ninth house, but it has no planets. Well, he has Jupiter and Gemini in there, but his cusp is on the ninth house of his, his house of extra learning, higher learning. It makes sense. He works so at us. Rebelling college. also against this conversation about astrology. Jazz is a fan of the astrology. And yeah, then, I think that, like, what? I look at my own self too with my north node being in Taurus and this year in a situation and like the, in my 11th house of groups and friends and, and like people together, you know, and that does make sense for me in terms of rebellion because I have noticed often you'll notice like a build up to a retrograde. They call it the shadow period. So you kind of see it coming. And I do know that like my whole, my whole career I've made for myself here at the Sisters Enchanted is bringing people together and groups together and like cultivating that experience for people, which is very touristy, right? Like I'm making a nice digital experience for people and bringing in these, these friends. And I will say that lately, not that I'm rebelling against the Sisters Enchanted, like don't worry, it's not going anywhere. I, I love this. It's not going to be 
done, but I have been finding a sense of like, oh my gosh, there's so much to do. And I just, somebody else do it. <laughs> like I am rebelling against the future I've created for myself, but I am like, I create that. And I can actually see that. And when we look at this astrologically, I can see how that's probably been a thing and probably will be for the rest of the year. Just looking at our Uranus is retrograde in Taurus until January 14th. And looking at our projects for the rest of the year, um, I can see like with the workload that I have, me often being like, I'm, to I'm done with somebody else's in charge. <laughs> I'm which gonna is go interesting. <laughs> no, which is interesting because there are some things that happen in my natal chart, not Uranus retrograde pending, but there are some things that happen in my chart in the next two years of my life that like put me in a very like work mode like like my the most successful if you're an astrologer and you have astrology somebody sat across and you read your chart my most successful of years are in the next two years like I make a lot of grounds in those I was gonna say so if you want to you know do that Sarah next two years you have to look at my, tell me what's going to happen to me in the next two years. Why am <laughs> I out of the know on what my life is like in the next two years? Mine involve rest. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. Maybe mine is oh, just. Yeah. You, were, you were asking me about um, the whites of my eyes the other day, and I had no answers for you. And then later on, I sat down and I said, it's rest and water. Because I have, I can drink way more water and have way more rest than you. <laughs> I know, I have no rest. It's I think rest that's what, like. It's really bubbling up with this. Uh, so I can see that with myself. It's just being like, too, you know, that rebelling against that North node that's there, like rebelling against my future tra trajectory, which is very much like, I love my future trajectory and I created it intentionally. I love everything that I'm working toward, but I have, but I can see that with my workload coming up, um, it's feeling very overwhelming. But again, we look at this idea of retrogrades as an opportunity for clearing clutter and cultivating your time. And I already, just yesterday, I made a whole list of all the things that have to be done. And then I told Anna, I was like, all right, these are the things I'm going to delegate to somebody else. And then we, she like, you know, I gave her my plan and she was, I was like, do you think it's good? And she was like, yeah. Um, cause we do have a team of five people here. So like, how can I, give more hours to somebody, like up somebody's workload for the next couple of weeks so that I'm not having this drowning in a sea of tasks, which is um, exactly what I did. So I think that, I think when we're in retrograde, you get presented, it's like, these are those learning moments. Are you gonna keep falling back? Or are you gonna learn and push forward, right? And right. Um, you know, if, you, if I, in the past, I definitely would have been like, just hustling to do it myself, not making smart choices where this time I like really laid everything down and was like, who can do what? And I made lots of steps yesterday to get things in the hands of people who needed them so I didn't have to do everything. I'm also looking, because we, as we have Jacob's, my son's chart, and I just wanted to say that, I was saying that around the time that I'm supposed to be delivering a spawn, um, that this, that there's more retrogrades happening. There's more interaction with this Uranus retrograde, which is really interesting because Jacob's Uranus, or Jacob's, uh, his Taurus starts in his third house with Jupiter there and the expansion of possible siblings and things. So that probably will be a really re like uh, reactive, possibly rebellious time for him. I also want to point out um, that he too has a Sagittarius stellium and I'm gonna drop him off at your house to just deal with that. Jacob does? Uh-huh. Since when? <laughs> Always. You love how, like, this is literally your job to look at birth charts. And 
there's like new stuff that happens every time you look at that. <laughs> yeah, it's in his 11th house. What? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. So fascinating. Me and Jacob and mom should yes. just sit together and have a tea party. Yeah, like see who comes out alive variety. out of that. <laughs> like, like if you, if this was real world Alice in Wonderland and I showed up to the mad tea party, it would be you, mom, and Jacob. And so, yeah, it would be. <laughs> Adam's a Sagittarius rising. I was going to say, and Adam, but I wanted to give him a little bit more slack because, you know, he's still young. We still aren't sure about him. No, he's wild. He's, he's a Sag rising, <laughs> so he could fit in. <clears throat> We would. We would definitely be the, like, we're all mad here. Yep. People. It's so interesting to look at astrology in that way, because I have a Sagittarius stellium. Our mom has her, her son, I just almost said earth. What am I talking about? Her son, her son, moon, and rising are in Sagittarius. Your son apparently has all these Sagittarius planets. My son's a Sag rising. And we all have that, like, we all have this thing where, there's something about us where you're like, what's going on there? But then, but we're all completely different also. Like, all of us are completely different. I mean, I am, I, I am very, like, I can be very, uh, uh, like, fast moving and quick burning and, and whatever, but I am very, I'm structured also. I'm so structured, probably because my Saturn is in there maybe. I don't know. I am so structured, but I'm also completely wild at the same time and then I look at Jacob and I would never in a million years like lump Jacob in my kind of wild you know like <laughs> never. and then Ma, our mom she is like the complete opposite of structure and uh and it's just like fun and laughter and you know and when she crashes she crashes but it's it's so it's just so interesting because we have these things in common like this one little dot but our threads coming off that dot are so different yeah, I'm going to have to sit down and do some journaling about Jake because all of a sudden um, there is a ruckus in the kitchen, um, but all of a sudden I'm seeing some things about Jacob and I'm going to just need to sit down and wrap my head around a little bit. <laughs> that's how I felt when I realized that Virgo ruled the sixth house and that's where my stellium is and I was like... And you've rejected Virgo forever and a day. Yeah, it makes so much sense that I fight being boxed in because... I have all of this stuff in there and my Saturn is in there, which Saturn's very, Saturn hates Sagittarius and my Saturn's in Sagittarius in that, like with my stellium in that sixth house. And it makes so much sense that I get like, I don't know. It's definitely like an internal, it, whatever I feel like some, like I'm being constricted in some way, I can't, I can't do that. I will lash out and I just freak out. Like I cannot have somebody constricting me. But that said, I will, like, I love a plan. I love structure. I love calendars. I love sticky notes. But if, if I feel like somebody is trying to box me in in a way that is just going to make it, I, I, there's not even a rhyme or reason. If I feel boxed in, I'm just going to, I'm going to rebel for no reason whatsoever. Just from, yeah, but, and, it, and it happens, like, in all ways. Like, even in the winter, when I can't get out of my house, I start to, like, I'm like, I have to, I don't care if it's, 20 degrees out we're going outside and I have to have the curtains open on the windows I can't stand walking into someone's house 
who keeps all their curtains drawn and like the lights down. My mother-in-law is like this. I always, everyone's like a troll freaking lives here. I walk That's in. That's how I feel when I walk into your workspace, which is what you do yeah. to yourself all the time. You close well, all. I only work at my desk though, like 12 hours a week, probably because I can't stand it. Um, I was going to open the windows. I, yeah, that is true. You know, I did open them the other day and the whole rod fell down, which is also why I don't touch them. Maybe that <laughs> and was Kevin a sign. was like, what'd you do? <laughs> I was like, I opened the curtains and the rod fell down. You should have told them that was a sign that they don't need to be there. I know. Well, we, we're totally, we need to end this, but this window that I work next to, it's the room that I work in. It's actually, it's also our bedroom. It's the biggest room in our house. We have a really small, just like one story ranch and it was like 900 square feet. So we redid we had like a breezeway that you would walk through plus our garage and we redid all this to make it part of the house to make it larger so the window here because the trim on the vinyl on the house was like older you know you couldn't just replace it we couldn't there couldn't be a smaller window or two windows because the trim had to be strategically moved around to fill in where the garage door was so we have a giant window that is too big to put blinds on I mean, we'd have to yeah. custom order like four different panels and just like make sure they were all raised up at the same height together. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You know, there'd be like spaces between them, which would be weird because the window is the size of a garage door. Yes, it is. Shorter. Anyway, that's why I don't open the curtains because it's like, it is fashioned together with three curtain rods. <laughs> fit and then like if you pull them too hard the middle one falls out <laughs> yeah just kind of the story of your life everything's fashioned together <laughs> it's true it's because i'm so fast moving and if you try to box me in and tell me it's not a great plan and i should think ahead i'm gonna yell at you and tell you it's fine <laughs> you're gonna just stick some i was gonna say you're, you're just gonna stick some duct tape to it but i might be like a little looser and say that you try to stick some like electrical tape to it that like yeah. it might you know, hold because it's still tape, mm. but like, this is last night, I was asking Anna's husband who does like website stuff to look at something for me. And, and it was this, we're, we have this bundle promotion, which starts today. And it's, um, a how to be happier class by our friend, Patty, um, um, connecting to your card deck by our friend Kelly, uh, working with archetypes and life and magic, a super great class by Sarah. She's one of our astrology teachers now. Brandy's magical art of decluttering. Um, Emily is creating your daily practice and our own Jen, our community manager, um, living that unicorn witch life. And then I have a class in there exploring the liminal. And anyway, so I was getting some things done with it and I messaged Chad and Anna and I was like, I think Chad can like look at this web page, like maybe do something. Anyway, it, I had a title. I gave it a title just because it needed a title in the class. And Anna and Chad both thought that I just like on a whim crafted up a new class. Didn't tell anybody about it. But this is how like wild I am that they would. They that's what their assumption was because it wouldn't be weird. It would not well, be weird had, for me to just be like, hey. <laughs> we had discussed names for this upcoming, you know, magical mentor, you know, bundle. And this name was not any of them. And when I like saw it pop up on my notifications, I was like, what is she talking about? Because Chad was like, Anna, what is Sarah talking about? And I was like, I don't know. Like if anybody should know, I should know, but I don't know. And then I was afraid to say I didn't know because then I was afraid that you were going to tell me that you already told me and that I should have remembered. But like, I'm really good at not remembering. Like if you like send me like five things, I'm going to forget the first three and maybe remember the last two. But then I was all worried that you were gonna be like, I've already gone over this. 
you, but luckily you hadn't. And we just realized you were having a Sarah moment of one of those times where you may have done something crazy. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's like me with the curtain rod. It just, it's going to be fine. Everyone else will catch up eventually. <laughs> well, in our business class, like um, P Heather, one of our, she's the one who made us this like really great video. She's a video editor and she's trying to get her this course put together. And she was like, Sarah, I just need to get it done, right? And I was like, yes, <laughs> it'll be fine. Everything else will catch up eventually. <laughs> just, just do it. Which really is good advice, but like when you're living it, you know? Every day. Right. And like, luckily, you know, um, Chad won't let this happen, but like, luckily that like this, like, cause you have to have a link for all these things that you make and stuff. Sometimes we've had the most random of like link names, but like, I think that that's not happening as much anymore. <laughs> but I was like, this is going to be like called this, but the link's going to say something like entirely different, like Uranus retrograde, even though it's not, you know. Chad's been working through our website to clean it up. And he, there's like, four of the same thing from like 2016 that are finished and like kind of the same but like one thing's different and haven't been touched since 2016 and he's like Sarah what is this and I'm like I don't know who put that there <laughs> he keeps asking me he's like is this page like active and I'm like hmm I don't know what that is. Or is this page active? And I'm like, well, we do something that's kind of named that, but I don't think that's the right one. And I've had to say, well, hold on, let's just like wait a minute and not move that one yet. Like four times. And then like eventually like one comes like, oh no, that's the right one. So backtrack to the yeah. last like five times you asked me and now there's right? <laughs> Who put the Sagittarius stellium in charge? That's what I want to know. And that the is Sagittarius where <laughs> Uranus on my north node in Taurus right now is rebelling against being in charge <laughs> that's why you're buying everybody all the prizes because you're yeah. like oh prize 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 so when i don't show up to work next week i'll just keep buying prizes you got a prize <laughs> yeah I know. Well, I will like, uh, and then we can be done with this, but looking at my own life also though, in this tour situation, I do have a history of outsourcing things in a not smart way and spending more money than what the return on it is, you know, and then shooting my own self in the foot, so to speak. So I do think that looking at Uranus and Taurus for me with groups and whatnot and my North node being there, definitely just to pay attention to like why I'm choosing to spend my money on other people, on groups, and like what, making sure I'm, I'm doing it in a way that's cultivating the, that future life that I want and not in a rebellious way. Like I don't have any free time, so now I'm just going to throw money out the window trying to solve the problem, you know, and because I have done that in the past a lot and, you know, hopefully I've learned from it this time. So I think the moral of this podcast is <laughs> that... <laughs> I like that uncertain giggle. Um, the moral of this podcast is when Uranus is in retrograde, we should all pretend like we're not paying attention to what Sarah's doing, but being <laughs> watchful of what Sarah's doing and be mindful of this Uranus re retrograde and how Sarah may just be a little bit more impacted than the rest of us. That's not true, but I think that... <laughs> just choking myself. The moral of the story is, is to really look at where that Taurus energy is and do some reflection on that. And Sarah, you know what? I think that you were just really insightful about yourself. 
That's some really good forward-facing shadow work you've just done. Thank you for those words of affirmation. Oh, you're welcome, sister. <laughs> I appreciate it. That's like real life <laughs> conversations with Sarah and I. <laughs> I told my friend Julia the other day, I was like, Julia, you're really good at words of affirmation. <laughs> she was like, what? No one's ever told me that before. But she's always telling people like, that's so brave of you making that decision or something. And I always am like, so good at words of affirmation which is really funny because like words of affirmation to me and you were like I always I know <laughs> or I'm like are you just saying that to get something from me <laughs> are you trying to get on my good side <laughs> chocolate tea affirm me and Americanos go way farther <laughs> with me your words of affirmation <laughs> That's right. I bring lots of Americanos and every once in a while sprinkle in some words of affirmation. So I've got it down. Yeah. If you wronged me, showing up with an Americano is going to, it's going to help the situation. <laughs> it would totally. <laughs> and a treat depending on the day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. So that's your retrograde. Look and see what's in your, what's in Taurus for you what house it's in, if you got anything hanging around in there. And that's what Uranus is sitting on right now. That rebellious little sucker. Sorry, I can't even take it seriously right now. <laughs> I can't take it seriously ever. <laughs> Zero times. Zero times. Zero times. Okay then. So I guess that's it. Okie dokie. All right. Thanks, Anna. Thanks, Sarah. Thanks so much for listening into this episode of the Magic on the Inside podcast. Be sure to check out your own birth chart. You can go online and just search for any free birth chart generator and put in your birth information and look and see what is in Taurus for you. And if you found this helpful or fun to listen to, be sure to tell your friends to check it out and leave us a review over on Apple Podcasts so that we can get more people listening to the Magic on the Inside podcast and spread enchantment around the world. In the meantime, you can, before our next episode, I don't even know what I'm talking about right now, you can find us at thesistersenchanted.com on social media as the Sisters Enchanted, and be sure to check out that magical mentor bundle promotion while we have it going on this week only. All right, have a great day, and we'll see you in the next podcast.